With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yo, happy new year. Yo, I'm back. I was gone for a minute. You know, I was in Nigeria doing my thing, but I am back in the building early. You're listening to the urban sports scene. We're also part of Empire Media at empiremedia.com. I'm your host, Wole. I'm joined by a special co-host, co-host of the Washington Football Maniacs. Uh, uh, it's, the, it's a podcast. It's a podcast on YouTube, Brandon Scott. What's going on, Brandon? And you know, Welcome back. He's, we had Brandon on earlier before. When he was doing, he was locked on Wizards. Now he's with us talking Commanders. So what's going on? You're muted. Oh, wait, my bad. Say that, man. Brandon on mute. That's my bad. Go no, ahead, Brandon. That's <laughs> my bad, man. Um, I'm doing good, man. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. You know, I was in Nigeria, and, you know, I was hearing all these, all the news about the Commanders. Adam, Adam Peters. Peters, yes. Yeah, now the GM for the Washington Commanders. So it's like, everything's foreign to me, my man. Everything is foreign. <laughs> yeah man new times in the dmv man um, yeah. a lot of changes with the wiz and the commanders man yeah i see yeah starting the wizards too you see uh west unsell jr out like but he's in the front he's in the office though so that's that's what's up yeah i mean they, they call it a promotion but i mean you, you know we'll see man um but I, I wish him well man um you know we were kind of talking about it before man is that you know he had a a crazy hand from the get-go, man. So, yeah. um, uh, you know, really good guy, really easy to like guy, man. I definitely wish him well, man. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Um, the Wizards are in a rebuild. It is what it is. They're in a rebuild. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this this show is is, is pretty is focused on the Washington Commanders. Just the Washington Commanders. It's a Washington Commanders special. But before we talk about the Commanders, let me get into the particulars. Hey, um, Amp- I'm gonna talk about Empire Media. Empire Media hosts multiple DMV sports podcast shows, such as the John Kime Report, hosted by ESPN Washington Commanders Insider John Kime, and Jones Football, hosted by USA Today insider mike jones you subscribe to our podcast on spotify Ooh, my phone spotify apple podcast tune in iheart radio i can't say google podcast that's, that's about to shut down so i don't know what they're going to do with google anyway just search uh search the urban sports scene also make sure you subscribe to the urban sports scene on our urban sports scene youtube channel hit that red subscribe button and like this video don't forget to tweet us at Urban Sports Scene. Hit us up on IG at Urban Sports Scene and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Also join our Urban Sports Scene Facebook group. Uh, search Urban Sports Scene, sports bloggers, sports podcasters, and sports debates. Anyway, let's get into our tradition, the pregame. Here's what we have on tap. Sports Journeys, Washington Commanders reporter Lake Lewis Jr. will join us to talk about the Commanders' possible head coach hire and much more. All right, I see my man is here. So I see my man Lake is in the building. So let me add him into the to this chat. 
so we can talk about some commanders right now. We have Sports Journeys Washington, Washington Commanders reporter Lake Lewis Jr. on the show. What's going on, Lake? What's up, fellas? How you doing? Good, man. Good, good to well. see you, man. I haven't seen you in a minute, man. So it's good to see my guy, Lake. <laughs> <laughs> likewise, likewise. <laughs> my God. So, all right, Lake, I'm just get right into it. Uh, new GM Adam Peters and the Commanders Brass are set to travel next week to meet uh, Detroit Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson for a second interview. Uh, it looks like he's, you know, the leader for this job for, you know, reports and what fans want. Uh, what to you, what's his appeal? I mean, you know, he, he he's one of these young guys that is an offensive mind. And mm-hmm. with the way the game is going today, you got to have somebody that can be creative on the offensive side of the ball and not be, you know, one, one dimensional and, you know, this guy is also a guy that likes to run the football, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think he has an appeal to to Washington fans who want to see, you know, more of a balanced setup as opposed to Sam Howell throwing 40, 40 times a game. Yeah. You know, so I think, you know, he's had some success with Detroit. More importantly, let's look at what he's done with Jared Goff, you know. Yeah. Um, Jared Goff was never you know, uh, a bum, you know, yeah. people, mm-hmm. I think, forget that he did go to the Super Bowl with the Rams. I agree. Um, but I think since he's been in Detroit, you've seen him mature at the position mm-hmm. and, and you've seen him make plays. I mean, he's 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 making plays for that Lions offense and that's under Ben Johnson. So I think that's where a lot of people are excited about the potential of him being the team's coach. Mm-hmm. Brandon, you got a question for late about that? Uh, uh, yes, sir. Um, you mentioned the offensive side of the ball. Um, look at the offensive side of the ball. Kind of, you, you mentioned quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now, with Ben Johnson coming in, you kind of mentioned Jared Goff coming over from LA. Um, wasn't a bum, but kind of needed to find who he was as a quarterback. Looking yeah. at Sam Howell, is it a given right now they go quarterback in the draft, or do they kind of make you know, kind of take an approach where we'll build an old line, get some weapons around them, and see what he can do under a new regime? See, you know, that's a great question, Brandon. You know, I, I think the, the, the issue right now with Sam Howell is. It's not that he can't play quarterback in the league because mm-hmm. he played at a high level for yeah. a couple of weeks. You know, I yeah. think he had three straight 300-yard games. But the difference now is, you know, when you're bringing in new people, new GM, new coaches, they kind of want to get their guy. And mm-hmm. you have to ask yeah. the question, picking number two, it's not like Washington's picking number nine and there may not be a, a top prospect quarterback-wise. But you have a chance to maybe, you know, luck up and get a Caleb Williams. But if not, you have Drake May and Jalen Daniels sitting right there at number two. And you have to ask yourself, are they better long-term prospects than Sam Howell is? And I think the, I think the answer to that, to me, is yes. Um, yes. You, know, you know, I'm a little leery on Drake May, but I think sure. Jalen Daniels and Caleb Williams definitely, their ceilings are, are through the roof. And I think those two players – uh, you know, really kind of fit the mold of what today's NFL looks like as far as quarterbacks with big arms that can move around. Um, Drake May's not not bad as far as moving around mm-hmm. too, but yeah. I'm just a little leery on having two North Carolina guys, even though the, even and the coach could be a North Carolina guy too. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Brandon. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say that man. I've been a big fan of Jaden Daniels going with you know Arizona State. So mm-hmm. I know that he could definitely play, you know, he can he can run, he can throw, throw with accuracy. So, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing with the commanders, man, is that they have options. We haven't always had options. You know what I mean? We kind of have what we have and we kind of deal with it. Now we have the options to kind of rebuild the team. So it's very exciting, man. But, um, you know, Sam Howe has the intangibles. Just uh, to me, what 
it would the red flag was is he got worse as the season went by yeah. you know what i mean and you know can he be a backup absolutely and maybe he develops still but mm-hmm. again we have options so yeah i agree I, I think i think sam is the kind of guy that you can see if he has all the pieces around him he could be really effective yeah but you know i, I i'm i'm and I'm not saying that Sam can't ever progress to be more than that. Cause I think, you know, I, there was a time where I was saying that you can build with this guy. Yeah. Uh, I still feel like you can build with him, but it's just that when you have other prospects that not only can you build with them, but they can win games for you, you know, with their multi-dimension as far as what they do. Listen, man, I'm tired of looking up the road and seeing Lamar and seeing Patrick Mahomes and, yeah. you know, and, 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 Let's just call it like it is seeing minority quarterbacks, <laughs> you know, I kind of I kind of want to see what it could look like. Oh, OK, if, if, they get, to... if, if they get this done right. I'm about, to, I'm about to end that. I'm about to end that, too. I'm about to end that, too. Go ahead. Let's finish. What was supposed to happen with Rob? Rob look, man, look, man, this town be acting real different when the minorities quarterbacks, though. Well, I'm just telling well, you. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know. Listen, y'all know is I don't miss my words. I'm really disappointed with a lot of the fans as far as the 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 vitriol they have towards uh, Caleb Williams, and I'm Mm -hmm. I'm telling them to their face, Mm -hmm. you must be smoking something real good if you don't (laughs) think that that guy's a dog. (laughs) If he's not a difference uh, generational talent. And I don't think the kid Daniels is too far away from that. I really don't. Um, Daniels reminds me a lot of, you know, let, let's just do this real quick. And I, because I was, I was I, not to stray here. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. Everyone's talking about Ben Johnson. And you guys yeah. know I've been pushing Mike McDaniel. I'm kind of vibing. I'm, I'm sorry. Same here. Um, I'm, I'm vibing him yeah, too. Go ahead. And I say this for two reasons. If Mike McDonald were to come here, I can tell you right now who he might end up bringing in as an offensive coordinator it might be t martin t martin's the quarterback's coach in baltimore yeah yeah and Mm -hmm. if you were to draft caleb williams if he's there which we know he's probably not going to be yeah so you have jayla dan i mean you you have um um daniels okay jalen daniels who does jalen daniels remind you of (laughs) yeah i'm asking everybody i feel like that comparison all right so this is the thing everybody does this like they do this like jay like to me lamar is a different animal like, oh, no, Lamar's, Lamar's in Louisville, like he Vickish, and I think that's yeah. different. I think everybody wants to be like he's the closest to Vic. Like yeah. Vic was special, but he's yeah. the closest to Vic. Like yeah. Daniels can run, but it's almost like that straight line speed, like RG three was. It's not like to me, like he's like got, that elusiveness. It ain't. It ain't the he's same. He's got a little bit more wiggle than Rob. Like it's Rob. a little bit more, but yeah. it's not like <laughs> it's it's a little different. Like no, no, Lamar. Lamar is just. Every every time he hits the field, he's, a he's the best athlete yeah. on the yes. field. Exactly. Period. Exactly. I don't think we'll ever say Jalen Daniels the best athlete. He might yeah. be one of the fastest. Yeah. But this is the thing: if you want the best of both worlds, and you and and you're crying for, I want a pocket quarterback. Well, this yeah. guy can stay in the pocket and throw the football. But yeah. if he has to take off, he has enough speed to make a play. Yeah. And 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 all I'm saying is is that sometimes you have to look at people's body of work and what they're used to dealing with yeah. and then in the case of mcdaniel i'm sorry mcdonald uh-huh. you see what he's practicing against every day oh, uh, I agree. Yeah. you know that whole yeah. quarterback yeah. room is athletes yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. so, so you think about that you think of 
a familiarity with something. And if you were to have a T Martin come in, T Martin's coached those three guys up there, you know, so he could tailor an offense similar to this guy's skill set because that's the one thing that I, even if it is Ben Johnson, it looks as if they tailor what they do to the player's strengths as opposed to what we've seen here for the longest time where you're forcing these guys to do things that they have no business doing. So whoever they get, let's just call it like it is. Well, you know, too, yeah. we've been saying this forever. It's an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> no matter it's an upgrade. It's an upgrade. It should be upgrade. Like right. my thing. So it's like, it's funny because I'm always, so it's my, my first, the first coach I wanted, it's not Ben Johnson. I won't even lie to anybody. I'm not gonna lie to anybody over here. The first coach yeah, I wanted is Bobby Slowick. Bobby, Bobby Slowick. It's like my yeah. first, my first. But then I looked at what um Mike McDonald did. Like when you look at his resume of like the people he shut down, it's amazing. Like well, every Johnson, dude that you like, every dude that you like, he shut yeah. down. You yeah, like Ben Johnson, Johnson, he shut him down. He shut you, they like, didn't score. you like yeah, they didn't score. You like Bobby Slowick. He said he shut him. He yeah. shut they him didn't down. score. Yeah. yeah. So but every your favorite, time. your favorite dude, he yeah. shut down. The ones y'all come out here clamor. People. Yeah, the, the ones y'all clamor for, he shut down. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, and you all like D'Amico Ryan's a lot. Well, but, I mean, um, he was a defensive coordinator. Exactly. You like D'Amico? So, D'Amico, I don't want to hear people keep saying, "Look, you know, you, you got to go offense. You got to go offense." That is, that is. Look, I saw my guy Lou Riddick said the same thing the other yeah. day. Yeah. That's that's BS, man. That's garbage. Yeah, right. I want a guy that's going to make guys want to run out that tunnel and play for. There you go. There and you go. at the end of the day, I want somebody that's coming from a winning outfit. And I don't no, no offense to 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 Ben Johnson because I think he's a great prospect. Yeah, but Detroit just started winning. There you go. The Ravens yeah. have yeah. been winning, <laughs> and and he came from Michigan before that. Yeah, so this guy's got both hardballs rubbed off on him. Yeah. He sees how they go about it. And when you look at that defense, he's taken some some players that other teams didn't want, remember? Mm-hmm. I mean, say what you yeah. want about Roquan Smith. Chicago let him go. They got their yeah. trade. Clowny. You look at Patrick yep. Queen. I remember the talk of people saying Patrick Queen was a bust. Yeah. Um, he's not the Patrick McQueen we saw in Miami in college. Mm-hmm. We'll look at him now. It's, it's just coaching, man. You get the right person to come in and coach you and put you in the right positions. Um, we, we remember Darby was in Washington a couple yeah, of years ago. Yeah. They want to resign yeah. him. Um, you know, I also look at look at Clowny. Look at Clown. Look at Clowny. Look at Clowny. And everywhere, yeah. but this, yeah. but yeah. this is some of this is some of the His best. best it, the yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. <laughs> so again, it it comes back to how you utilize your players. I mean, they're 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 second string safety is a pro bowl caliber player that Washington should take a look at, by the way. And and, and I just, I just want somebody that's coming from an outfit. Like when, when they, when they hired Adam Peters, for me, that was the only GM prospect that I wanted them to go after because I know for a fact from things that I've been told, he's really one of the guys who really was running some stuff out in San Francisco. Mm, And now it's his show here. I can I can assure you guys this guy knows talent and they're going to be a bigger team and they're going to be much more physical than they've ever been. And that's not lip service. That's that's what he looks for. He looks for big guys that that are physical and and guys that are athletes. So it's just going to look like a totally different outfit. Again, you get your coach that they want. Anybody they bring in right now is an upgrade. I know I don't want Belichick. I know people are talking about that. I don't. I want them to get 
I want them to get a Go young. Everybody wants to buy young. Go ahead. Even Go if ahead. you decide to stay with EB. I would live with that before you go with Belichick. I'm yeah. serious because I want I want hunger, man. I, I want guys that that have waited their time and they're a little upset that they had to wait and yeah. now they got the opportunity. So they're coming out to destroy feelings. And that's what I want. <laughs> I will say this, man. Like the Belichick thing, it, it, it's interesting. Well, I ain't gonna lie, I'm all about greatness. I, I'm that's the thing, like I think Belichick, if he comes to the NFC East, he's automatically the best coach in the in the conference. And his teams will be automatically prepared. Well, his team will be more prepared. That's just from my opinion about Belichick. Okay, I just feel so, like Belichick. So, I, I know my defense will be lit. This defense so, ain't so, been lit in years. So, so, <laughs> so let me ask you this. Yeah. Was he the best coach in the AFC? Last year? I mean, if you Last take away his – I feel like he's still nah. – <laughs> All right, I just want to say, I think he was still a, one of the better coaches. I just think that he had – the problem with him is that he just has to give – he has to let go. He has to let go of control of – bringing in the people and he's like the players like he that's can't never, that's never gonna happen that's the thing i think right. coaching his, is. coaching the players itself like the te- like to me that team wasn't super talented but the, no. he, the way he coaches up that defense so they can compete shows you that he's still a good coach his issue is the players that he picks like jabril packer peppers had his best year under belichick jabril packer peppers hasn't even been a real safety no, I, I have no problem. yeah i have no problem with what he can do for a defense yeah. i yeah. know but yeah. He needs a quarterback to win. Oh, I agree. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So, so to the point of, like, my thing is, I don't – if you're telling me about – if you're talking to me about picking, like, picking, like, shopping for the groceries, nah, mm-hmm. he shouldn't shop for the groceries. <laughs> but you're telling me coaching, <laughs> coaching 53? But coaching see, that's 53? the problem. But that's the problem. He's yeah. not – he's not some some guy that's wet behind the ears. True, facts. I, Boy, Martin said, brush my like Similac. You know, he's not, <laughs> he's not one of those guys. Yeah, I got you. I got you. He's a guy that, because of his history and what he's done, he's warranted the right to be able to pick and choose. Oh, that's true. What he yeah. Yeah. That's true. The, that's the problem true. with that whole scenario, though, is if you're it. a young executive for a team that was looking for a coach, yeah. you, you're scared of bringing in Bill Belichick. It's true. Because yeah. now you don't have any say anymore. And mm-hmm. – so I, I do believe that he's kind of been, I don't want to say, you know, blacklisted. or It seemed like it. It seemed like I, it. I think for a guy of that magnitude to be sitting out there and wants to coach and no one's got him, that tells me that there are people that are scared of the power that he could ultimately wield. All yeah. right, what about Pete Carroll then? I'm not here, but I'm saying like. I, 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 think, I, think, I think Pete Carroll was good for Seattle. And, okay. Yeah. Um, but but let's face it, Pete Carroll's made some decisions as a coach to make you scratch your head. The so old Marshall Lynch things. Now I'll never so, forget that. Never ever and, in my life. And I just think he's older, and I just I just think that what D'Amico Ryan's did this year mm-hmm. <laughs> with a yeah. rookie quarterback, not only did it make oh, these so old too. these old GMs and I'm sorry these old owners say to themselves, <laughs> well, we gotta get with the times. It sure. helped minority coaches. Sure. Um, yeah. It's helped, you know, people think that you can win right away. There's, there's no rebuild. Mm-hmm. It's helped people realize that you can win with a rookie quarterback. But more importantly, it's helped people realize if you do your due diligence, there's great young coaches out there. You yeah. just have to pull the trigger on one. And that's so it's a copycat league. And unfortunately, the yeah. Belichick's and Carroll's are getting caught up in this right now. I do agree with that. Before I let you go, go, like I do want to say this about like, all right. So I thought this is the argument I've always met, had about like young coordinators. Everybody wants to have the next young coordinator, right? Like the next mm-hmm. Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. I guess Kyle will be young. Kyle Shanahan. 
Daniel uh, McDaniel's. But I'm like, all the successful young dudes for real, they come from one tree. Like, they're not like the young offensive court, offensive minded ones, not defensive minded ones. I feel that's a whole different argument. But offensive minded ones, they all come from one tree. Like, we've seen sexy, like, for instance, if you told me it's Josh McDaniels a good offensive coordinator, yeah, he's a good offensive coordinator. He's just not a good head coach. Yeah. But he's been a good, he's a, like, he's not a good head coach at all. But like, there, but there's certain guys that buck the trend though, like like right. Kevin O'Connell, who we all thought should have been here. Yeah, but on the same kind of tree though, like but, but on the he, same kind but, of tree. But he, but he was only up there in New England for like two years. I yeah. mean, he played. Yeah. He was a third string quarterback. Yeah. So yeah, he was in the room with the goat. I yeah. get. It. Yeah. But as far as just coaching the guy, we saw that here. With yeah, we saw it. We saw it, of course. Yeah, we saw it. We saw yeah. it here. Remember, you saw Steven Sims break one last week, and I'm yeah. like, he's here too. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> all these guys, and I'm looking at Bobby Slowick. I'm looking at all these guys. Yeah. I, I saw Antoine Randall L. Man, you know, on the sideline. He's, he's the wide receivers coach for yep. for the for the Lions. Yep. Leonard Hankerson is the wide receivers coach for the 49ers. Are you serious? I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know that either. So you, you, all these, all these old guys here and stuff like that. And I, I okay. So to, to answer your question, yeah, Tankerson's going to be a prospect one day. He's coming yeah. from Shannon Street. I, I get it. But if that's, that's the case, that tree's been successful. And that's what I'm it's a freaking they, amazing they, tree. They no offense. To me, though, I, I just, I don't know. I look at stuff the way you do, Wole, in this sense. <laughs> we, we're competitors, Brandon, yeah. competitor. I, I get it. All I know is, Everybody talking about these these young offensive geniuses, and I'm saying that guy up in Baltimore. I agree with you. I agree. With you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, not I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Them down. They didn't score. No, they shut. He shuts them down. No, that's yeah. my thing. Like I don't. I, I guess when I so it my that that statement is more comparing Bobby Slowick to Ben Johnson because I feel like we everybody gets they're obsessed with what the Lions are doing and doing a great job, but also. Like there are certain things to how they built that team. So that's more offensive coordinator and also uh, uh, their GM and how they built that. They have one of the best offensive lines of football. He comes well, to Washington and they got a coach who's an aggressive who's all about yeah, that physical yeah, style. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. You come to Washington, it's still granted. Like it's not. It, he's going to have to build it up from, from with Adam Peter, Peters, obviously. But they're going to have to build that offensive line. It's not going to be the same situation, right? That's what I'm saying. Like so. To your point, like, all right, we draft a quarterback this year with Ben Johnson. Say Ben Johnson's the coach. They mm-hmm. draft the quarterback. But really, truth be told, if you really want to know, where, to me, in my opinion, what makes this offense dynamic is, all right, it's that, it's that, it's that, it's that, it's the big uglies up front, and you got you got dudes out there who are who are warranted to be the number two pick at offensive line, and you can the kid from North Carolina, I mean North, Notre Dame, and also from Penn State. So you got dudes. I want to say. I know we are. <laughs> I got you. Right? Right you're, Niger- you're Nigerian too, but it's all good. Um, <laughs> it's all good. But yeah, so I'm saying those dudes, those dudes for real, if you're telling me Ben Johnson coming here, I'm like, offensive line is something that kind of made his offense rock. Yeah. Be able to run the football. Jared Goff having time in the pocket. You watch, you watch some Detroit Lion games. Jared Goff has time in the pocket. Yeah. If you want, if you don't tackle that online, Ben Johnson ain't going to be the same dude. And I will add this for fans who keep saying, "Well, you can get him in free agency, dudes. You cannot, dudes, ladies. If you are a Redskins Commanders fan, you don't find all world left tackles out there in free agency. Teams no, wrap them dudes left up. Tackles, left tackles, and traditionally, yeah. 
So that's so my my question to you like is for real like should should that tackle because if you do get a Ben Johnson, can you see them saying you know what we need a quarterback, but I I know I need to anchor my line and my and I want that balance with a with a good with a good uh with a big good big uglies out there. Yeah, my my thing is if if you can't somehow find a way to get Caleb, you take a yeah. tackle, and okay. yeah. um, you know if, if they take Daniels or May, that's fine. But I'm not mm-hmm. sure. You know they may they may take those guys and think how still the starter and they they those guys develop. Yeah, I don't have time for that after what I saw with C.J. Straub. So my thing yeah. is, it, it give me an offensive lineman, and then you can see what Sam Howe can do with some mm-hmm. adequate guys up front. Mm-hmm. That's a year assessing him because yeah. you do have talent in other positions. But True. the other thing that I will say is that you're right. The GM in, in Detroit hit on some things like the Jameer Gibbs. I remember when they took yeah. him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, Mad, mad. <laughs> from the Bears as a free yeah. agent, you see why now. And yeah. then you see a guy like um Amron St. Brown. Amron Brown, yeah. And, yeah. Um, I'm not calling out anybody, but Danny right. Brown and him were right there. And they, yep, they exactly. True. So again, the tight end too, Lake. The tight end, the hit on the tight end. Laporta. You cannot. <laughs> oh, you can't. Oh, I'm gonna say this too. The safety um 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 from Notre Dame and, and Baltimore. Um yeah. oh my god, Hamilton. Yeah, bro. Right. I I wanted him. I ain't yeah. no yeah. <laughs> I want when you're a bad football team, yeah. you can't miss on that stuff. You can't miss. You can't, you can't miss. because that sets you back three, four years. And True. what have we seen the last three, four years? Mm-hmm. Setbacks. So yeah, there we go. <laughs> no, I'm with you, Lake. I'm totally with you. Hey Lake, man, thanks for being on my man. Before I let you go, is there anything you want to add? You want to plug? <laughs> some big news but i can't i cannot okay. say it right now okay, but, okay. But, but but i'm gonna tell you it's going it's going to set us all up and all right uh, bro i'm here I'm for exci- it. excited about it and uh we've been working for it for a while so um but yeah you just just follow me on social media mm-hmm. uh lake lewis on twitter and uh lake lewis jr on instagram um go to sportsjourney.com you can see some stuff there but just you, you'll you'll see and it's it's gonna open some miles yeah man they go always doing big things man hey Lake, man appreciate you being on my man definitely yes, sir appreciate you guys good seeing you brandon right, take so, care yes sir all right take care all right. Lake. all right man that's my guy lake lewis make sure you follow him on x oh, yeah, it's, it's x now at lake lewis you know what i mean on instagram at lake lewis jr all right brandon i'm gonna ask you you know since it's late it's gone we can we can talk we can chop up a little bit more um so I asked Lake, who is his uh, preference? Who was your, your preference for Washington's head coach? Is it Ben Johnson too? Yeah, Ben Johnson was my go-to man. But I, I, I'll say this, man: um, McDonald. I'm yeah. I'm starting to warm up the, the idea yeah. of being head coach, man. Mm-hmm. And even Slovic, man. Um, Slovic, man, was a guy that I'm kind of looking. at. I wouldn't be disappointed if he was head coach. But and I say this all the time, man. We have options, like yeah. you know what I mean. Like I we it. have the option yeah. to go out here and find the right pieces, man. Where mm-hmm. we didn't always have that, man. So I think that's the biggest thing for me is we have a peace of mind and knowing that we have a legit general manager in the office now, where who can go out there and find the personnel to fit yeah. the system. And now, if you in concert with a right coach, man, we could build something special, man. And that is, you know, twenty plus years on the dance now. It just shows you is how bad. <laughs> I mean, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. It's a breath of fresh air with Josh Harris, man. It's- yeah, you feel good. You feel good about it. Uh, so we had the poll. We had this. We had this poll on our on our Urban Sports team, uh, X account. Say, who do you want to be the next uh, Commanders head coach? Seventy nine percent said Ben Johnson. Four percent, uh, Bobby Slowick. Seventeen percent, McDonald. 
a Mike McDonald and zero percent Bill Belichick. People hate Bill Belichick. It's crazy. I damn. Like I, I'm sorry. I'm one of them. I ain't gonna hold you. I I, I ain't ignoring Super Bowls, man. I just can't do it. Yeah. Like I just, I it's hard for me to do it, man. Like I know the issue to me is like, like if you tell me New England talent is bad, but yeah. I think that again, that's Bill Belichick the in the front office that you know because he's picking it. But if you told me like what he's coached up to be competitive with that talent, with that, with the players he has on his team, like there's no way they should be competing with Buffalo sometimes or in certain games. Yeah. I know the division rivals, but there's no way the teams he beats with that piss poor team. And, and I mean, like that to me is like, all right, you can coach. Like to have Mac Brown, like for you to choose Mac Brown as your quarterback was trash. Like I said that already. Yeah. I don't know what you was doing. <laughs> like as a just as a GM, but as a coach, I feel like Bill Belichick. If you take that power away from him, like him shopping and picking the groceries, then I feel like you can have him when the like you could have a Bill Belichick coach who's can be can dominate uh you know, who can win you a lot of football games, to be honest with you. A lot of football games. But I get it. Like I understand people want something young. Bill Belichick's old, he's not personable. You don't want you know a press conference, people be like like people would hate having Bill Belichick at time. <laughs> like I understand, like I know why people don't want Bill Belichick, but I mean it's hard for me to ignore greatness. I don't yeah. like I don't take great like. Well, for instance, when Coach Gibbs came back, 2.0 came back, like, I was excited. Like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, I was excited because I, I get it, like, you know, I because he's a champion. And not because, yeah. I mean, I have a bias. I think he's like Jesus. But it's just like, <laughs> I just have a bias. Like, I just, I'm, I have a bias for greatness. If you told me, like, like, Pete Curl, like, yeah, he messed up with, um, like, he messed up against, uh, yeah, like, obviously, Marshawn and Super Bowl. But Pete Curl, to me, People play for him. That's what I, yeah. I look at. And I say people play for him. They are, don't matter how young they are, how old they are. They they are. He's so energetic for an old dude that they play for him. Um, so I wouldn't mind. And he's a champion. He's always he always competes, regardless of the fact he always competes. Um, so I don't have I don't have an issue with old coaches like everybody else because I know everybody. But everybody wants the young the young coach as a dynasty. I'm just hope they pick the right young dude. That's all. Like because I get real scared. Like for instance, I use an example. Carolina picked the dude from Tampa. I don't even know what that dude ain't that impressive to me. But because nah, yeah, I'm with you. Gino and Baker, good years. Like now, they think he can be a good head coach, and he may, he might, he might. I'm not gonna like say he won't. But yeah. coaches like that, I don't trust. Like for real, and it's just because to me, the young coaches, and I, I mean this, and maybe I, I could be forgetting somebody. But I feel like all these young dudes, these offensive minded dudes, come. Cause they breathe Shanahan air. Like I don't yeah. know what it is. They breathe that air. Like I don't care. They've been around him, so I feel like when you are around him, it's just a trickle down effect that you're going to be successful. I feel like if you do the odds, the hit rate on them dudes are is bigger than anything. Like there's nothing. There's no tree. I'm not. Even, I'm talking about just wins. A win. Oh yeah, yeah. It is nothing big. And so when you put like a Ben Johnson out there, dude came from North Carolina. You know, came from North Carolina. He's yeah. gonna, gonna gonna did a good job. But it's like, yeah, you may like it, but there's so many different entities that make it look good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Bobby Stork, what he did with, with a rookie quarterback is more impressive to me than what Ben Johnson did with Jared Goff and that deep twin Lions offense. To me, why? Yeah. Because yeah. There are more weapons and people can make out there are way more weapons on that Detroit Lions offense <laughs> compared to the Houston Texans with a rookie quarterback. And I'll add this too. We've seen in a Kyle, Mike, whoever system that they make life so much easier for a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Purdy, 
is like I, if Purdy was somewhere else, he'd be garbage. But Purdy right. in San Francisco is amazing. Like, like CJ Stroud is super talented, super good. But being with Bobby Slowick, he's making his life so much easier that you see all the talents of CJ Stroud right there. You know what I mean? So for me, oh, yeah. I'm always like, if you want to, this is my thing. If you want a rookie quarterback to 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 put up awesome numbers, would you want that? You're better off going with Bobby Slowick. If you want to like. To me, mm-hmm. if you want balance and you just want to kind of, you know, run this, run an offense and see where it goes in, in two, three years, and it may be better in two, three years. So I'm not going to get it twisted. Yeah. Like, if you're not looking for that instant, that instant gratification, then you're good with Ben Johnson. That's my opinion. Like, if you want, if you think you have an opportunity with a rookie quarterback to maybe do something special, I think off the off the rip, you go with Bobby Slowick. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, you, you brought up a good point, man, is that a coach is only as good as his assistant coaches, man. And, you know, and in his position coaches, because if you look at Washington, how many how much talent did we let walk away who are head coaches now? LaFleur, Shanahan, I mean, McDaniels. I mean, the list goes on. We've had so much talent come through the building and now they they went out and they're successful head coaches. And then you also mentioned. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned fit. I mean, Belichick, the biggest thing with Belichick with his success was and I agree with you. I I think you need to put respect on his name. But then, you know, you look at Belichick and Cleveland. Then it wasn't very, you know, it wasn't nah, the greatest nah, moments, nah, right? And then under, you know, with Drew Bledsoe, you know, they were kind of on, you know, on the fringe, but yeah. they found a perfect quarterback for the right system. Yeah. And it just, it just True. fit right, man. True. And, there's an, and there's another player I'm looking at is, um, ah, oh, man, I just, I just thought about it, man. <laughs> Played for the Rams for longest, man. Um, oh, not Kurt. Yep. Kurt, Kurt Warren. Warren. Yeah, yeah. Now, mm-hmm. perfect system in St. Louis, man. Well, he's a but then he went to the Giants, and he wouldn't look at too shade. I mean, yeah, yeah, but then yeah. he went to Arizona, where they they married a lot of what they did in yeah, St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the right fit, man. And and your coach is only as good as True. his assistant coaches. Look, yeah. you know, they hate to walk away from football a little bit. But, I mean, even if you look at Western So Junior, look yeah. at the coach you had behind him. That's True. why that transition, that decision was so easy to make because uh-huh. you've got a couple coaches in Brian Keith and David Vanderpool who can step up and be that guy. So, you know, I think the biggest thing to look at as far as, yeah, if they go with a young coach, find the right pieces behind him. I agree. And help him succeed. So, yeah, because similar to, um, yeah, you know, I'm about to, I'm about to trash Kurt, uh, Kurt Warner. I did that once. <laughs> I think I, I, got, I got, he came at me on, on, on X way back. Oh, did he? Yeah, because I was mad. I was like, dude, you know, you got to Hall of Fame. Randall Cunningham did just as much as you. And why you because you got a Super Bowl because yeah. you played with I was and I, I fried just I was so angry. <laughs> I was like, I, I was hating. I guess I, I was hating, I guess. I was like, bro, you the only reason you went to the Hall of Fame because you played with Tory Holt, Isaac King. I mean, I mean Tory Holt, Isaac Bruce, oh, yeah. and Marshall Falk. And then you look bad with the Giants, and then you got with Larry Fitzgerald and Anquan Bolden. Of course, you're gonna look good. You went. Yeah, you, could, yeah. you ain't good without two number ones. Like yeah. that's what I was. And then I was. I was like, but Randall Cunningham had to carry a whole team, and he can't make the Hall of Fame. But you did. Then he. Then he responded like, "Why you got to mention somebody else?" When you, I was like, "All right, dude, you got it. I ain't. I ain't. Your feelings were hurt." But back, I mean, you got a like, point. Yeah, you got a point. I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. You got a point. I mean, look at the talent he had around him, man. I mean, yeah, Tory Holt and Isaac. Oh man. Yeah, like then that's there's a reason. I, I always say there's a reason why he looked bad with the Giants, like. Because he went from one ideal situation, because nobody has you rarely have two number ones. So he had yeah. he had and, and you had Marshall Falk with that. And then oh, you yeah. go to another situation, you have two number ones in Arizona with with uh Anquan Bowden and Larry Fitzgerald. Like, yeah. dude, yeah, of course you're gonna put up numbers. You should. Like, if you don't put up numbers with them, dude, you're a bad quarterback. So I'm gonna throw another name at you, man. Phil Jackson, NBA. 
Same now, thing. I agree. I mean, thank you. And I, I said agree. that for years. I said, man. Like, he can only coach, he can only coach the best players ever. You went from the Chicago <laughs> Bulls, man, yeah. to the, the Lakers. Then yeah. you took a break when they weren't that good, came back yeah. when he had Paul Gasol. So yes, yeah, you know, he's yeah, I'm with not, you. He's I feel like people, yeah. That's, that's a whole I'm with you. I'm yes, <laughs> yes. That it gets me, but yeah, I agree with you. It's the same thing that I've said for Washington. It's just Washington, whoever they bring in, I think this is the most important thing that fans need to realize to recognize. They gotta treat it like how the Rams treated Sean McVay. I know everybody thinks that Sean McVay was like awesome off the, he was you know he's just this ama- amazing coach but he went to the right organization so as soon as he got so the rams sucked the year before but as soon as he got there they made all of these moves to make life easy for him i think they bring they're brought in sammy Watkins jr yeah um they're like they had um they're they traded in for so they had like they were set a wide receiver because they brought another wide receiver i can't think of the person then they built the defense then you saw they they brought in um what's my guy they are um uh, they brought in sorry, uh, Sue, uh, Dominic Sue. Yeah. They brought in Dominic Sue to pair with uh, Aaron Donald. They brought in like corner. I think Peters was there at the time. They brought in Peters, yeah, Marcus Peters, yeah. Marcus Peters. I think the year after that, they all they brought in Jalen uh, Jay, um, Ramsey. They brought in yeah. Ramsey. So they they didn't just gave give him a team to rebuild. They didn't give him a rebuilding team. They gave him a team and gave him star players to yeah. say, you know what? Now go ahead, rock. We give you already got Gurley. Now we've added it talent for you to win football games it wasn't like all right we rebuilding you're here rebuild it wasn't a rebuild it was okay you're you're good like you got a great offensive mind we're gonna make life easy for you we're gonna give you yeah. we're gonna put the bag on on any player we can get a free agency any trade we can make we're gonna make life easy for you so you can be one of them dudes i mean they had woods yeah but they had already they already had woods so yeah. they've already had they had a bunch of talent and they drafted they drafted well i think they, that cooper cup came that year so they 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 push in the chips. So they were different. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? They were different. It wasn't like coming into a situation where you really got to start over. And you like, for instance, it wasn't situations like Carolina, like Carolina, where they are now. Like you yeah. get nothing. Just, just work with this. You know what I'm saying? Like how they Carolina treated Bryce Young. He mm-hmm. ain't getting that situation. Like, uh, even though he's a coach is different in a way, but he didn't get that situation. They gave him weapons and everything to work with. So whoever Washington brings in, depending on who they bring in, to be, to be real with you, yeah, they're going to have to really kill kill it in free agency, not just a draft. Like they're gonna have to make moves in the offseason to make life easy. Oh, because yeah. if you don't make life easy, depending who, like all right, for instance, if it's Ben Johnson, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to make life easy if you mm-hmm. want success off year one. Yeah. You're gonna have to make because there's no there's nothing. In terms of his body, what he works, what he's working with in Detroit, mm-hmm. you can make the argument say like to say like he has talent to work with to make him look to, for him to all his for his offense to work. Oh yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like That's he true. has all all he has an O line where his quarterback has time. He has a running game. Like don't granted, Washington has Brand, uh, Brian Robinson who can run the football, but yeah. they but they have again Detroit arguably has maybe behind the Eagles the best offensive line. And yeah, play. and that's where it starts is the that's old line. And that's what people don't realize is that if you yeah. look at the scans in the Super Bowl run, we didn't have a franchise quarterback we had a great in offensive those line. Super Bowls. We had there an offensive go. line. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you brought up a good point is that they're going to have to hit in free agency because, number yeah. one, you got to go get a middle linebacker because we miss yeah. London Fletcher, man. I mean, when London Fletcher was in D.C., he was the quarterback, the leader of the defense. We have no leadership on the defense. Mm-hmm. People just kind of do whatever they mm-hmm. want to do. 
and the reals trying to do what he can, but nobody was listening to him. So there was no leadership behind on the defensive side. So go get a middle linebacker who can call the plays. Lockdown corner. We need a lockdown corner because um Manuel Forrest, we don't know where we got him. Um Fuller, yeah. he's gone. I mean, St. Juice, he's, he's we'll trash. see. He's trash. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll go, say oh yeah, absolutely. He is trash because <laughs> I mean, you make one tackle, you out here doing your little your little thing, man. Bro, like, he make man. one stop. All he do is grab like he get beat, he get beat a lot, so he grabs and holds. Like he does. Look, we don't gotta stop oh. we gotta stop complaining. Like he don't yeah. do it. He be doing it. He, be he does all, it every game. All, he does it every game. He's he's a pass interference dude. He, he's a he's a defensive holding pass interference dude. It yeah, is what it yeah. is. All right. That's so we, we, we definitely got a hit in free agency, bro. I mean, yeah. we've had the corner, shutdown corner, and middle linebacker are big pieces. Um, looking at the defensive line, man, I'm I for one am willing to give one of the spots to KJ Henry. I want to see what he can do for a year, and then you'll spend money on the other side. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think he can do something, man. He's. I mean, go ahead. I'm going to keep continuing. I mean, you know, fill the other spot. I mean, we'll see what we have with Jonathan Allen. I mean, because I, I think this might be something to that, man. I mean, you know, he's not happy. I know there's reports that, you know, the organization talked to him. and you know, But we'll see. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> because I, I like Jonathan Allen, man. It's I mean, like, actually, Everybody will get rid of Jonathan Allen. It's funny to me. No, I mean, it's funny how people – no, because I'm with you. Like, if you could trade him, if, if he's really unhappy, then trade him, I guess, right? But you yeah. trade him for it. Don't just trade him to trade him. Trade him for something that's valuable. Don't just trade him to trade him. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But I mean, I'm like, yeah. we, we is a fan. It's amazing how, not you, I'm not talking about you, but it's amazing how, like, I look on X yeah. and like the, like how folks have just turned on, on, on Jonathan Allen. I'm like, first he was like one of the captains. He's, he's one yeah. of them. He's a leader, man. He's, He's this man, trade him. Man. He all he was complaining. And I, I will say this for John Allen, because to be fair to him, like, and I think people don't really call it out often. Like, he was playing with plantar fasciitis, and that is something hard to play yeah, with. And absolutely. I think people ignore and think like he still should put up numbers. You're not you. You need the rest and put no weight on that thing. And I think next season. Like you'll get the real Jonathan Allen. Like I agree with. I think yeah. you'll get the real Jonathan Allen. So I, I think if you're ta- if you're mad at his production this season. Just know he's playing with a with a with an injury that was hard to play with. But if you're just sick of him coming out and just complaining all the time, all right, you're sick of it. I mean, but you're the same <laughs> folks that loved it. Like yeah, in, like exactly. three, four years ago. Like y'all loved it. Exactly. Y'all was like, I'm oh he shows fire and now you hate it. I, I'm just I mean I, I just get annoyed. I ain't gonna lie. I just think people here in, in this fan base this fan base it's just not the fan base I grew up with. I'm old and I'm 42. Oh, man, I'm with I'm 40, you. I'm, I'm 42. I'm, I'm about to hit 40, man. So I'm with yeah. you. So you so um, you like around. So you know, like I'm just not. I grew up like we never. We were. I mean, do I? We've had some bad football teams. It has never been to a point where how people feel. And I mean, maybe it's social media being put in the, in the mix now that I'm kind of seeing it this yeah, way. That's what it is. It is like yeah. people are so. Like they're so angry and they're so hateful when they go at these players. I'm like, dog, like. We were never like that back in the day. It was just yeah. like, all right, man. Like, yeah, you may not like a player, but you weren't so you weren't so blinded to just so like ignorant to certain things. Yeah, you know what it is though. Mm-hmm. Social media, and I hate to get deep about it, man, but social media deep. is social media is taking away the personification of contact between humans, man. Because yeah. like like I said, I grew up in VA, man, and yeah. um, I went to high school for a couple of years because of zoning. Um, yeah. In Ashburn, Stonebridge, yeah. which is where Jonathan Allen went to high school. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when you grow up in Northern VA, man, um, you you see 
players all the time. Like yeah. I, I had a girlfriend that lived near James Trash. And, and okay. So he used to play ball and he'd be over there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Michael Westbrook, mom. Oh, wow. You know, Steven Davis. I mean, you meet these guys, you know. Yeah. And when I first got out the army, man, and I worked for you, um, FedEx, uh-huh. we used to deliver stuff to um skins players all the time because they get oh, okay. the shoes and stuff through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you know, I mean, there, it was a personal level to the connection to the skins or the commanders yeah. that you really didn't see with the wizards or the nationals. Yeah. It was a personal connection to the community. You know, with social media, you lost that connection. And so, now people feel like they can say whatever they want to say. That's what like, they want to say, man. Good God. And they're hateful, man. And I'm, I'm with you. You know, Jonathan Allen, I think he's a dog. Yeah. You know, sometimes the complaining, I get it, you know, but it's not yeah. enough to really drive me away because he's a dog. He can perform yeah. at a high level. And yeah. so people are, you know, yeah. <laughs> but it's just too much. I just, it's just too much to me. It's like, all right, this is my life. This is how I view things. Like, uh, yes. I don't never go over the top. Like, I would be like, man, this dude is annoying. He trash. I may say something like that to a certain extent. Like, <laughs> I ain't going to act nobody because I feel like that's just ignorant. I yeah. used to do that when I was younger, but I don't do that crap no more. I feel like I had a thought. I thought about, like, dude, what are you doing that for? Like, you clout chasing? Yeah. Like, I just used these, like, literally just had to, like, talk to myself. I did it to Donnell Dock. It almost had, like, a whole different thing. But um, <laughs> now I was like, I'm, I'm acting stupid. But uh, <clears throat> but then it was like. Like when people like they they go over the top. I say I saw one dude went over the top on Cam Curl. Yeah, it was bad and he, to a point that Cam Curl called him out on the joint, and then dude then came back and apologized like like I was being. And I was like, what? Like dude? Yeah. Like, like you a you shouldn't even have went on him like that. But being if you like stand on your word because I'm a, I'm a believer in this dog. Like I ain't going. This is how I am on social media now. Like I ain't gonna say nothing disrespectful to you. If I can't mm-hmm. see your face, I feel face. like if you're gonna ask somebody, use yeah. it strategically. I'm gonna yeah, tell you how. Yes, yeah, oh ahead. yeah, I'm gonna tell you why. Because last yeah. year, man, um, Chris Miller, um, play-by-play announcer for the oh, Wizards, I know exactly. Man. I know exactly. And he, good dude, man. I have yeah. a good relationship with him, man. Yeah. And then, um, and um, he had made comments about how he didn't he didn't like how fans wanted them to tank. And so yeah, I remember well, that. I remember that. For the episode, we said at Chris Miller, and then he came on, and we he came on the episode, locked the Wizards, yeah, and yeah, and, and kind of developed a relationship. But uh, you gotta be strategic, man, because that's a way to kind of get attention to people. Yeah, but, no, no, I get that. But get you that. can do that without being disrespectful. That's like, what I'm saying. That is what I'm me, saying. Because when I approached Chris Miller, man, it was like, look, um, my thing was he's got a hard job, you know, working yeah. for Monumental Sports. You can't really say what you want to say, oh, and you know, and oh, for us, yeah, and for people to cover the team in other avenues. We can go out here and say things about you know because I went hard after people last year, man. I went after yeah. Brad, even though I, I like Brad, but oh, I went I after Brad, Brad heavy. I go after Brad all the time. I'm oh sorry, man, I'm I went after everybody, bro. I mean, I went after the ownership, the whole nine, man. So everybody got the smoke, but it's all yeah, about I how you do it, man. If it. the smoke is within the perimeters of what we're covering, like sports, yeah. when you get personal, man, that's why. I, you know, I, that's, that's where I. That's that. where I like stop it at. Like it's it's personal. Like a lot of people get overly personal, and like I ain't here to mess up with nobody money. I ain't yeah, here to talk yeah. about that ain't my thing. No, I think I'm with you. It's strategic. If you're gonna do that, be strategic. You know, you can act. Or this is my thing. You could disagree with somebody. Mm-hmm. You can have an issue with somebody's play, but just don't be personal. Personal, yeah, personal about it. I and mean, there's ways you can go about it. like, like even Chris Miller. You can. I disagree with like a lot of things to certain players or pundits or whatever they they say. But I'll yeah. be like, yeah, I don't feel that like. But I ain't going at you and calling you a, a cornball or whatever. I'm just saying, like, I don't agree with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't agree with it. I mean, I did. <laughs> I did call the owner of the Washington Wizards cornball. But that's Washington. different, though. He owned it. Owners don't count. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Was... Owners don't count. No, I'm sorry. Owners don't count. Yeah, I mean, that was the one time they, I did, man. Because owners I mean... don't. They, 
Nah, because like, like I said, because owners are assholes. No, they don't count because owners are assholes. So they don't. Count. But like you said, at the end of the conversation, it should be all love. Yeah. And with, with with Chris Miller, man, it was all love. It was just yeah. you know we all had different perspectives, but we could come together and we could chop it up. And at the end of the day, it's all love, man. You know, and that's where it used to be. Is where you know in sports, there used to be a time where we all had different views. But yeah. we can come together and we can talk about it and be like, all right, man, exactly. this is why I like this dude. Oh, don't, you know, I like this, you know, this. But now it's like, oh um, my God. It's so you disagree bi- with people, man. They get hateful. I mean, dude, Just- um, we covered Denny Avia, um, and obviously he's an Israeli player. We get a lot of viewers from Israel. Man. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and 99.9% of them are, look, they like ball. We can chop it up, talk ball. Yeah. There's a small percentage where it's like, somebody called me a racist because I said he needed to learn how to use his left hand. And I'm like, what are we talking about, man? Like, what are we doing? That's a, fact. That's a factual statement. Still does. I don't get it. He's a I mean, I'm, get, a, get a consistent three-point shot. I, I don't know. I understand what the problem is, man. It's yeah, like, I, I, agree. I agree. So people, the way, they're wound way too tight, man. And I, dude, I have no... I agree. I agree. <laughs> I had a dude, like, literally... Like, I had the dumbest conversation about the comparators on Twitter about this one dude. <laughs> I'm like, and, and, and folks, the folks, folks always tell me stop addressing trolls, but I can't help it. Like my my personality. Sometimes is like, like, you have to, man. I like to give it to trolls, man. I like to give <laughs> it to trolls. I do, I do. I like because I feel like they stupid. Now you know, what I mean, I feel like people are stupid. Like if you keep egging it on. Like I like I, like if we disagree, I, if we disagree, I always in my statements, I, I agree to disagree, right? But when yeah, you're yeah. trying to be ignorant, then I like to go a little bit further than that. So I had one dude. I don't know what we talking. What we talking about? I'm trying to figure out what we talking about. I would. It was about. Was it about a quarterback? I don't forgot what it was. It because he made no sense. Oh, there I got. I'll pull it. I should pull up the tweet. It was so dumb. It was so because he was trying to call me like you're not talking facts, and I'm like, bro, I didn't just. I just said, oh my god, it's about. It's about a player in a different. It's about. Was it a rookie? I can't think of the rookie one of the few players in a draft or something, but yeah. I had like I was telling them like I was like, well, when someone so was in this situation, they didn't play, like, what did they do in this situation? And this person like didn't answer my question. But he was saying, but he would kept saying, like, he was saying that, well, when this player, I was like, bro, this you're not answering my question. Like, answer yeah. my question. He was like, <laughs> Well, you don't have any facts. You're not talking on facts, bro. I asked you a question. Answer yeah. my question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it gets to a point, I'm sitting here like. Then he was like, you stupid, man. You're a cool, like, blah, blah, blah. Keep cursing. I'm like, bro. <laughs> I said, bro, I'm not an internet gangster. I don't do internet gangster stuff. So, like, I can't, I, look, I'm not going to entertain you. I know you wouldn't say this in my face. You know what I'm saying? I'm, like, I see your picture. You wouldn't say this in my face. I ain't worried about you. Like, blah, blah, blah. It's internet gangsters. I don't play with internet gangsters. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. look, I'm under your skin. I'm getting under your skin. Still talk about facts. I'm like, bro. Like, look, then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna quote tweet one of your like what did you're saying about it, and uh-huh. I'm gonna put it out there for everybody to see it. And I'm like, bro, this dude talking about I ain't spitting fast, but this dude ain't answering no questions. And and what am I saying? It's not clear. Yeah. Everybody was like, this dude is a this dude. Don't worry about the troll. He's stupid. Blah blah blah. And I was like, this, then the dude was like, I ain't worried about what you, I'm not embarrassed that you put my coat <laughs> over there. I said, bro, you know what? I like you so much. I'm gonna fo- I'm gonna give you a follow because I see you desperately in need right. of following. I'm gonna follow you. <laughs> Like that's how I was like, I'm a, and I follow, I follow. So I'm gonna follow you because I, I look. You can say all the hateful stuff for you, but you know what? I'm gonna bless your day today. I'm gonna well, give absolutely. you the attention that you. I'm gonna give you the attention that you want. I'm gonna follow you, and I'm gonna pay attention to everything you put out there. I do the same <laughs> thing, man. You know what kills me is when somebody will comment on your show, yeah, and it's like you took the time to watch it yes. and to respond. If you don't like what I'm talking about, don't watch it, man. Like watch it. you took the time to watch it. I enforce you. 
You know, so it, it yeah, it's, the trolls are strong out here, man. They're strong, man. <laughs> they on one, man. I'm telling you, these trolls out there, man. So I mean, like, all I'm saying is like the commanders, whoever they see, whoever they get, you know what I'm saying? Like, I this is my thing. There's certain players I don't want them to. There's certain people I, I like. I don't want them to get. Like I'll say it. I don't want me a black quarterback. It's not even being racist because I just feel like this town turns on black quarterbacks. It is what it is. I know what I said. Yeah, like right now, like yeah, like it is what it is. Like like you could say, or I don't trust them treating the hometown kid good. That's why I'm glad that the the deep the the, bear, the bears are in line to get Caleb because yeah, oh it looks it looks like he's gonna get Caleb. More than Jaden, no, I'm gonna take that back. Not I'm gonna take my statement back. I'm glad that J- I'm just glad that Caleb's not coming here. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like there's a combination of a lot of factors that I don't want Caleb to come here. Because I feel like playing home, if he struggles, the negative, the negative stuff. I don't like the negative stuff that I'm hearing about Caleb because they say it's like you know, anytime you talk about people call, I get real iffy when you talk about a black quarterback, a me guy. I get real iffy with that because I feel yeah, like yeah. You, there's yeah. an undertone with that. So I don't want him here. For that purpose, and granted, like I know, like chasing pan out with pan out well here, but the, the way that people turned on the hometown kid kind of blew me. Like how they turned yeah. on Chase, it was like, all right, we don't like you, you suck, blah blah blah. And I'm like, he a hometown kid, he had a good rookie year, and yeah. all he got hurt, and it just you just just didn't turn out the way you wanted to turn out, and now he a bum. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying like he's played well this year, even in San Fran, but I'm saying like. Y'all turned on him like real quick, like really quick. Um, so the same thing with Caleb, like I don't want because rookie quarter, my thing is rookie quarterbacks, because there's people who've been negative on Caleb here that are from here. Oh, yeah. And yeah. rookie quarterbacks in general struggle. Yeah. Like everybody ain't CJ struggle. Eric, that doesn't happen. Like I said, Jared Goff struggled with the Rams in year one. Um, and people thought he was done. Josh Allen that everybody loves. Everybody thought Josh Allen after his rookie was one of the worst quarterbacks ever. And oh, everybody yeah. loves Josh Allen now. Yeah. So, like, I just know, like, Bryce Young is an example now that people are kind of, you know, like, oh, he's, he ain't that good. But let time – I'm always like, let time determine that. Don't rush it. So, C- Caleb, he comes here, one, if he struggles, which happens with rookie quarterbacks, and two, being a hometown kid and people on the radio, maybe they made the wrong decision. Maybe they should have got so-and-so. Maybe this. Like they're going yeah. to mess, it's going to mess with his head because he's local, and I don't want that hit for him here. So I do think it's kind of it'd be good to have. I mean, I'm a I'm a Drake May dude because I'm a believer in. Yeah, I'm a Caleb dude one, but I'm a Drake May, May dude second. Mm-hmm. Only reason I feel like I know why people like Jaden Daniels. I get it. Like I'm not knocking it. I'm a believer in if you've been that dude your whole because just like just like uh, Caleb. Drake has been that dude from the from the from the rip. What I mean by that is oh, yeah. from twelve on from seven on seven, from like being recruited. Like he should have went, he could have went to Alabama. He chose North Carolina because of his family. It wasn't anything to do. Like he was going to go to Alabama. Yeah, he's one of the top rated quarterbacks coming out of high school. Same for Caleb, and uh, they got pretty much the reason why Sam Howell out of there is because Caleb, because because Derek May. They need to, they want me Drake May because they want Drake May in there ASAP. Oh yeah. So, so, so Drake, so and Drake has been good with limited talent compared to them other quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? His last year, he really had nobody. Like, and he still put up numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so it's not like LSU, when you're LSU, you gotta, you you do gotta a, a, you gotta have a day one draft. Well, like you have a draft pick in the first, second round in that wide receiver yeah. for LSU. Um, 
even in and you know in terms of USC, they got talented wide receivers. But I mean, Caleb has always Caleb has always been the dude. Caleb was the dude in Oklahoma. Yeah. Started as a true freshman. Uh, he's put up numbers in USC last year was an off year, but still put up numbers. If it was an off year, that was a hell of an off season. Off yeah. off year. It's similar to like I think people forget like Peyton Manning's last year wasn't the great his his best year at his college. Oh Lord. his arm was gone. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, but his, his last year in college wasn't his best year. Oh yeah, college. Oh, his yeah, last yeah. year in college, like his the year that Charles Woodson got the Heisman. Peyton was throw it was thorough was thorough the years before because Peyton had that Heisman talk like that. Oh, that yeah. was so, the Heisman was supposed to be Peyton's year. That last his last year was supposed to be his Heisman. But oh, his year wasn't his year wasn't his best year. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't the Peyton of last year, right? That's how Charles Wilson got the Heisman, for real. To be oh, yeah. real, we keep the buck. So it's like that happened. So I'm just comparing to Caleb. Caleb's last year was his best year. Okay, it wasn't his yeah. best year, but it still was an awesome year for most. If oh, yeah. freaking Jaden Daniels had that year, we'd be talking about Jaden Daniels as one of them. So it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. Like to me, Caleb has always been like that guy that's why if he slipped i would have loved i would love man i, I would run to the podium for caleb williams oh yeah absolutely oh that's what but that's what dude was arguing i now remember he was arguing with me about caleb williams and and sam howe and, and stuff like that like he was talking about i was i was, I was saying caleb is man this dumbass bro, I tell you, bro. I tell you got a little trolls man i'm, I'm trying yeah, to tell you I'm man you. now i remember it was about caleb williams and the quarterback and i was bringing up yeah, they dumbass folks. Man. You know what's crazy, man, is that it's 2024 and people are still calling Lamar Jackson an athlete. Like yes. he's, he's a quarterback. He's a quarterback. Man, he has proven that. Yeah, he's proven, man. Like he's like I look. I was one of them. I was one of them when he got drafted. I was like, yeah. Like I like Lamar. I, I wanted him to stay one more year. I think that's what it was. I think I wanted him to stay. Yeah, same. He did came out. I wanted him to stay. I wanted him to stay, but he was. Lamar was good, bro. Like Lamar was good. Like I and Lamar's gotten better. Lamar has grown on me as a quarterback. I ain't gonna hold yes. you. He's grown on me currently. So I'm with you. Lamar's proved himself. He got nothing to worry about. He's proved himself. Lamar is he's not gonna be a Super Bowl. Let's be real. Yeah. Like, so I, I don't get it, man. You know, but the thing about this draft, this this is probably a, this is a really good draft, man, because uh, that kid yeah. out of Washington ain't too shabby. I know the injury history and the age, oh, yeah. but I, guys, I mean, I'm glad he got exposed by, by my Michigan Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, you never got exposed, <laughs> but, but I mean, they got a lot of depth, man. I mean, they, you could go a lot of different directions. As Yo, as I, I agree. I agree. I feel like that's my thing about Washington. Like, depending, that's why it's important. I feel like it, the, the who, like, if, you, if you're Adam Peters, right? Because I do, mm -hmm. all right, this is the thing. We talked about it briefly about Sam Howell. Um, yeah. You talked, you had the question with Lake about Sam Howell. And I'll say this. <laughs> I think, all right, if you get Bobby Slowick, I think you can make Sam Howell still be your starting quarterback. Absolutely. I could honestly say, I, I'll, go one, I'll go one further. I think if you, if you get Ben Johnson, you can have Sam Howell be your starting quarterback. I think so too. Absolutely. You're, all right. So I think either of those two, you still can have him be your starting quarterback. I think you can still go, and you can go left tackle and be okay. If you can get a quarterback in the second round, I think it'd be fine. Um, I do, I feel like with, 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 Sam Howe, you can have it can be a if you get a quarterback, it kind of reminds me because again, I think we give them on quarterbacks too soon. I'll give you a prime yeah. example. What like when the Chargers when they, they drafted Ladanian Tomlinson and Drew Brees the same year? Drew Brees started that year. Yeah. Drew Brees ended the season, they had a bad record. You know what I'm saying? They had a bad record. And Drew wasn't and he was nothing to, 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 to shout about, but you saw something, but it was something you yeah. wasn't something to cry, like to be all Drew Brees is 
you know, Drew Brees is still he'll he'll be a solid quarterback. But they ended up with a, with a low pick. And who did they draft? There was the talks of like, do you need him? You got Drew Brees. You just drafted Drew Brees in the second round, and he's the guy that you kind of want to make your starting quarterback. He said, screw that. Like, yeah. I mean, Drew Brees. I mean, you saw him coming out of Purdue, man. Yeah, he, you saw, you saw, he could throw the ball. You saw, right? Yeah. But so, but if you look at size, you would say to Sam Howe because it's comparable, like to a Drew Brees. And no, I'm talking about in build, yeah, yeah. arm, like right. Absolutely. You could make you didn't make the argument that Sam Howe's arm is bigger than Drew Brees, right? Yeah. You make that argument. So I mean, he's got things to work on, man. Yeah, my bad. Um, yeah, he's got ahead, things ahead. to work on. I mean, obviously, the release has to get faster. Yeah. The progressions, the reads have to get yeah, faster, yeah, but. I mean, he's not trash. I mean, no. I mean, if you see some of the throws he made in the first half of the year, oh my god, Denver, it was, it was amazing. <sighs> Seattle, that throw to oh, DeAndre, absolutely, now, they're clutch. Those are throws that even the Eagles game, the Eagles game in Philly, he's making big time throws. Yeah, um, the, the, the yeah, the touchdown, the, the touchdown pass to to Jahan to take it to overtime. Like, yeah, when they decided <laughs> not to go for two. Like, I mean, he made big look. I don't. I think we all as, as command as a uh, commander fans, we. We have revisionist history. We forget, we don't we forget about certain things. Yeah. Like so, it's like, oh, like he was trash the whole year. But there were some plays where you have to sit back and say, "Damn, he made that throw." Like you know what I'm saying. And as a rookie, that's what happens yeah. when you your first year as a, as a starter. Like, yo, the defense is catch up. So now you got to adjust. They yep. caught up. He never had a chance. He couldn't adjust. That, he didn't adjust. But that's what you're young. That's ha- that's what happens. Yeah. Um. So like. And, and like I said, like you're, they're putting in a situation to a San Diego with the at the time San Diego Chargers when they dropped Phil River, Phillip Rivers, they were like, "All right, Eli didn't want to come to San Diego. That's what Eli didn't want to come to San Diego. He wanted to go to New York." <laughs> but you had Philip, and you and Philip was that dude in NC State. He was beating Florida State, and yeah. if you don't remember that, them Florida State Florida, Florida State defenses back then was 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 real. So he, so like the Chargers felt like they couldn't pass up on Phillip Rivers. They felt mm-hmm. like he was the next Dan Marino. Right, that's he was compared to the next Dan Marino. Yeah. So it's just like it's similar. Like to me, it's yeah. similar. It's like all right, you got Sam Howe, who showed you s- that he could play in the NFL, but you still got question marks. But now you got guys who are generational. T- like you feel like what? Well, Caleb's generational talent. I think Drake May is like I think Drake May could be the next Herbert. I really do. I think he'd be the next Herbert. I totally agree. I that think he'd be the next person too. Absolutely. They could be the next Herbert, and I don't know if you want to pass on that. That's my thing. I don't know if you want to pass on that. And uh, I think Daniels is a. I know people like him. I just think he's he's got all right. So skill set, prospect. Well, he's a, he's probably like a high end prospect, right? He's like the yeah. best. If he hits, if he hits, he's like the best, right? I do think mm-hmm. he could be or second, or I think Caleb is just all world. So I'm gonna say like if he hits, he's the second best quarterback. Because I still think Caleb is all world. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. So I think he hits. But if he misses, he can miss bad. Like, oh, that's what yeah. I like at Jaden. Like, Jaden can be really, really bad. I think Jaden's bad is worse. And I know people want, is bad. It's worse than Drake, than Drake May. Yeah. I think Drake May, you're going to see with better talent around him how good he throws that football. And he don't, he don't hold it. Like, like yeah. I mean, Sam holds it. But when you're taller, you can see. And, and Sam holds it because he's shorter, too. So Drake May is tall, so he can see over. And he can see... Yeah, he could see better. Like he don't have to like navigate through the line to find somebody because because you know the line is too is too tall or too big for what Sam Howell needs to do. So I do think that with Drake May, it'll be a little de- a little easier because of his physical ability with his height, build, yeah. stature. So I think he'll be fine on who. But he would. I think again, 
it's it's all about where these dudes get drafted and who well for watch not hit where they get drafted but if they if watch selects them who is the coach they got to pick the right coach for that player skill set oh you yeah know what i'm saying like i got a comparison for you and i know it's not gonna be the most popular name because he used to be a commander but early in his career carson wentz man people forget before that injury yeah, Carson, man, taller quarterback, strong. He was a dog. He was a dog. He was a dog, he man. A dog. He reminds no, 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 me a no, no, lot no. of him, man. Yeah. A lot of him. Drake, Drake, you talk about Drake, man? Absolutely. Early yeah, he's on. Yeah, Carson was a dog. Like, no, yeah. no. Carson, before that injury, was an MVP candidate. He was going yeah. to, I mean, what's that? Took a Super Bowl. Uh, what's that? Took a Super uh, uh, Foles. Yeah, Nick, he, he, he stole the Super Bowl. He stole that. Yeah. That year, he stole the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, he did. That dude was on. <laughs> That Carson was amazing. He stole Carson Super Bowl that year. Like yeah. that year, he stole Carson Super Bowl. So no, no, I agree with that. No, 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 I agree with that. There, but again, it's like you just got to be the right. It's got to be the right system. Like Jaden Daniels would be pretty good. Like Jaden Daniels would be pretty good in the, with Bobby Slug. I'm just, I am not gonna say that. I'll say this much: I haven't seen Ben Johnson with the Jaden Daniels type quarterback. So that that's I don't true. Know. That's true. That I don't know. So I haven't seen him, but I have seen a Shanny in terms of a Shanahan system. I have seen a mobile quarterback within that system. So I can, you can make the argument like, all right, Jaden Daniels could be good because of RG3, right? You can make that argument because I've seen that type of quarterback in the Shanahan system. You know what I'm saying? So there are things in that, in that system where you can say, all right, he could probably be good in the system, but also I've seen what a pocket quarterback can do in that system. And, because uh, CJ Stroud's a pocket quarterback, and a pocket quarterback is good in that system. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? So, um, only time will tell. Um, but but hopefully, again, Washington chooses chooses right. But in terms, of, but your quarterback, if they select, all right, it, it, you would say Jaden Daniels. It the, the it doesn't depend. It doesn't matter on who the coach is for you. Uh, I mean, I like Jaden Daniels, man. But I'm with you. I I lean towards May. If so he's you do available, it to okay. Yeah, I lean towards May. Like, okay, I like Jaden Daniels. Like I said, I watched him at Arizona State before he yeah. transferred. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's always he, but um, he's got to add a little weight because with yeah, his he's frame, small. Man, he is small. Look in the NFL, man, it, yeah, that matters <laughs> for quarterback. That does your, matter. Your linebackers and, and defensive ends are running forty the same times. You. Yeah, same you, the same as you. They're yeah. hitting you hard, man. Yeah. So. That kind of concerned me because that's what concerned me about Emmanuel Forbes. Like, well, like I said, I, I ain't trying to go back into history, man. But no, it worked. It's, it's I, I was a Christian Gonzalez guy, honestly. Everybody, but, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, wild because I was a Christian Gonzalez. So no, I, I know I was. I was. I was a Porter guy. That's oh, what I absolutely. I was a Porter yeah. guy. I wanted yeah. Porter over everybody. I'm all yeah. right. I did. But go ahead, go ahead, man. go ahead. I mean, it's just his frame. I mean, you yeah. Gotta, the, the rigors of the NFL, man, is different than college. Yeah. Because college, yeah, you're playing your conference guys but then your first three games you're playing scrubs man so you have like you have an opportunity to kind of work your body weight you know up to that competition man you're playing no no disrespect but like you know old dominion university which is not you know i'm old dominion guy i mean let's be real like no disrespect i just had to use somebody man i got you i got um, you i got you but i mean it is what it is we're in nfl week one you in it you know you and you got 17 games man i mean so this the rigors of it you know manual force is way too small man i mean if you see him He's barely bringing guys down, man. I mean, if you look at him against AJ Brown, it's like he should have yeah. went against Devonte Smith. I know yeah. this is a whole other conversation. No, you're right. Man. No, you're right. No, no, you're right. They, I, they, I said this though. See, this is the thing. Again, whoever you bring in, I could. All right, so this is my thing. I think Emmanuel Forbes will be a Pro Bowl corner corner down the road. I tell, I definitely absolutely. Think. Yeah, I think absolutely. I think that the coaching staff they do this all the time though. Like I don't even know why they do this all the time. 
they don't use the players players to what they do the best. Like, yep. he is a ball hawk corner. Yeah, I mean, he drops some, but that's what he is. Yep. Use him the best of his ability. Also, he's a rookie. He's small. You just said it. Do not put him on A.J. Brown. That is a bad matchup <laughs> regardless. Yeah. That's like me putting a five-foot seven corner on Randy Moss. It Amen. makes no sense. <laughs> no sense. One on one. It may, I'm talking about one on one too. Oh, it makes no, no sense. sense. You know what I'm saying? Like if I put a or a Megatron, put it like on a Megatron one on one, no help. What do you think's gonna happen? Just use your imagination. So you put him one on one with with AJ Brown, which big size corners can't put down. Yeah, if I put him on him one on one. What do you think's going to happen? He's going to get yeah. bullied. It's, it's that's just what happens. So like that's on the coaching staff and not if you're going to put him on AJ Brown, then shade coverage on him, like yeah, shade absolutely. coverage on that side to give him help. Or it's like you just said, put him on Smith. Devontae Smith is a better matchup. Frame yeah. both frames are the same. Both small dudes. A man Forbes is fast, so he can should be able to be be around. Like right, should be around yeah. him. So yeah, I agree. Like I just think the coaching, the defensive coach, like Lake said, everything should be better. And you said everything should be better than yeah. what they dealt with last season. And not oh, just yeah. players, it's coaching. Coaching should be better. So that's my thing. If you're an offense, if you're an offensive dude going coming to be the head coach, like it is in it is in, it is paramount that you bring in a DC that is going to improve this defense because. This defense, yes, you're going to have to get some, like you said, get a middle linebacker. But this defense, to me, has still core guys for you to still be a good. Like at first, yeah, we had that, we had, we had Chase Montez, you know, Allen Payne, whatever. That defense to me should have been like a top five defense. I don't oh know, yeah, I don't a, like I'm a curse. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, defense. Absolutely. Like, like, but now, all right, it may not be a top five defense. It could be, it could be, but it may not unless you draft, unless you get signed, make the right signs and whatever, and draft right. It could be, it's, it could be still be a top five defense because I still think the interior is still going to be, it should be mean. I think Payne, oh, yeah. you know, a lot yeah. of the talk about Payne guy is getting his money and play right, folks. He, people hear this. If you're a competitor, you hear this. John the Allen, he'll a year, another, a, you know, a, a healthy year, he'll be better. Um, you get a linebacker, you get defensive ends, um, you get a corner. You get another corner because you're gonna lose Kendall Fuller, so that's that money off the books. So I'm I'm with you. I do think like like the defense could be Emmanuel Forbes another year. Maybe eats you know he eats a lot. Uh, hopefully he eats a lot, like a lot. <laughs> right, I'm like, I gotta give I give some cars, man. We give we get some rice, like piles <laughs> rice, man. Put on weight, but like all I'm saying, like so you do that, but they got to get that defensive minded coach. Like head coach, I mean not head coach. Uh, if you're a defense, if you're offensive court, off, offensive minded head coach, get a defensive a uh, defensive coordinator. Yep. Who going to do it? Like you gotta give him who going to do it. And I feel like not a guy you wishing wishing on a star. I feel like if yeah. you're gonna be a, a, this is my thing. If you're a young OC, I mean a young uh, offensive minded head coach. I'm almost inclined for you to get an experienced, awesome defensive coordinator. Absolutely. I'm yep. almost yep. in line to say that. Like a Wink Martindale, like be somebody I think they should probably try to target. Um, because Wink was, you know, I thought Wink did one is with the Giants with that bad with, with some of the players he had missing. And he hey was man, who knows? One year deal, Brian Flores. 
Oh, I would love Brian Flores, man. I would, oh. love Brian, I would love Brian Flores my head coach. I gonna hold you. I just I love Brian Flores. <laughs> he can be my head coach. I but these saw players wouldn't like him because they always complain about being coach hard. So I don't even like. Like I have a problem with these players. Like I complain about even. But that's a whole generation thing, and that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> nah, these, these dudes saw. They, they, they don't like champ. They don't look. I, look, I'm all, I'm all, I'm like yes, true. This is a generational thing. That's true. But I'm like also I'm like man, can't see dealt with that dealt with him, and they won Super Bowls. Y'all need to stop this crap. Like y'all ain't win. Y'all yeah. just win. Y'all win top top fifteen picks, if that. And I'm being nice by saying top fifteen. Really, y'all win top ten picks. We like like stop it. You're not yeah, winning the, trophies. The issue with that, with EB and, and the players complaining, and here's the issue. Why are uh, they going to the head coach about that? Yeah, it's yeah. coaching because, yeah, I agree. look, children are the are the example of the parent, right? True. And the players are, are the inmates of the coaching. Yeah, I agree. Why would you feel comfortable enough to go past the coordinator, not have that conversation with him first, and yeah. go to Ron? See, there's a difference between being a player's coach I agree, bro. and letting I the agree. players run the locker room. And I they agree. ran the locker room, man, because if it was me – Chase, no, you need to come with the team, or you, don't, yep. you ain't gonna be on the team. Like, oh, yeah, you need yeah, to be yeah. hard nosed, oh, yeah. man. And I, I, I like Chase, man, but yeah. he never put his stamp on his locker room, and that's nah. why this went the way it was. Oh, that and him being a GM. I mean, you drafting Jamin Davis, knowing he was a second round talent, because here's the thing, man, it's first round pick. Yeah. That guy is he needs to come in and contribute right away. Facts. I agree. You should not develop a first round pick. I and Jamin Davis, I think he can eventually be something, yeah, but you had to develop the guy. I mean, Matthew yeah. Forbes. Yeah, I think that Forbes down the line, put him on the other side. You know, yeah. definitely go get a lockdown. Get a guy where you can say, go go guard the best receiver on the team. Yeah. And let Forbes take the pressure off, and, and I think he would do well. Yeah. But it's it's all about you. They, we got to win through the draft, man. You know, Ron Rivera and his GM skills was trash. That's and hard. the fact that he just let the players do whatever they want. And you can say the same about what Sunset Jr. You, you cannot be a player's coach to the point where – you let them run the locker room. You, the locker room is your domain. You control that. You are the king of the locker room. You know, and looking at the defensive side of the ball, you are 100% on cue, man. Get a guy who's a dog as a coach. Yeah. Who's going to rile these guys up, come through the tunnel ready to knock somebody out. That's I mean, because, yo, that was a mentality when we were coming up. Yo, when I was, yeah. look, when we were playing high school ball, you would try to knock somebody out. That was the mentality. You would try to go out there and be pretty and try to get an interception and dance. Yo, I'm yeah. trying to knock somebody yeah. out. That's why I want great words back, man. I want bounties, man. I ain't gonna hold you. I want bounties, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want bounties, man. Look, man, I'm, I'm, you can't put me in cancel culture. You can cancel me. I want bounties, man. That's what I want. <laughs> I want bounties, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. Everybody, like, you were. You want Greg? Yeah, he, he you know he put bounties on folks. That's what I want. I want bounties. I want people to play for something. Like I want somebody, like you said, knock people out. Like I want to be. I, I'm sick of being doormats on defense. I'm serious. Yeah, like, this is the thing absolutely. I, I had Bashar Breeland, and this is I knew the season was in, in jeopardy because we had Breeland the first game of the season when they played Arizona. Like in the post game, they beat Arizona, and Breeland was like, I was like, yeah. I was telling my, uh, Ray, I was like, hey, I don't like this defense. It's like. It's too soft. Arizona trash. They're playing with Dobbs. Dobbs is able to move the football. Yeah, they didn't score that much. They were moving the football. Yeah. Like, they shouldn't have done nothing. This dude barely played with these dudes, and he's doing all right. And then Breland was like, yeah, I like y'all defense. It was – but he said – but, bro, they was, like, moving the ball. He was like, yeah, it's a bend but don't break defense. Like, ugh, bro, I don't like that term. I told him <laughs> quickly, like, I don't like yeah. that term. Yeah. Like, bend but don't break defense with this talent? He's like, yeah, I mean, that's the way they coach. And you could tell it's a bend but don't break. I was like, with this, though, Breland, like, you got – Four defensive, like first round, like first round exactly. quality dudes, and it's a bend but don't break. He was like, Yeah, I mean, man, that's the way he coached. I was like, Man, bro, 
Steelers. Nah, trash. man. I mean, so I knew it was going to be Seattle. Yeah. Seattle and Baltimore's defenses. It yeah. came from the coach down. It was yeah. a it was a mentality, man. It's mentality, yes. You going to war? You need to yes. be ready to roll. You know what I mean? Yes. Like none of this, you know. And it's definitely a mentality thing. And so I think that the light it is definitely at the end of the for commanders. But you have to get guys in the coaching room who have that mentality, man. Because if you have a passive mentality, the defense is not going to evolve. You have yeah. to go out there and defend at a high level. Because again, you had four first rounders on your defensive line. I mean, there's no reason why we should not have been a top five defense. That's opinion. what I'm saying. Too man. much talent, man. Too much talent. And you had Cam Curl. It's just so much. So just like I just, but they coach that way and they don't tackle. I feel like that's a problem for me too. Like you, I'm I'm a big believer. You you could tell how a defense is going to be if you watch them hard in preseason. You just got to yeah. watch them. Yeah. Um. Because if they're flying to football and they tackling strong, but tackling strong and flying to football translates in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, you can't tell like shutting teams down. You can't tell in, in preseason, but that's different to like flying to football and like tackling strong, like playing with aggression that tra- that translates. Because I remember when I watched, um, like when I watched Greg yeah. in preseason for the first year, year one. I mean. Year one, we didn't, we weren't a good team, but our defense was like the top three. Um, but at preseason, he was flying. People were just smacking people. I was like, damn, this because oh, yeah. the year before we had like one of the worst defenses before Greg got here. Yeah. And like I watched it, I was like, oh wow, like they fly. Like he blitzing preseason. Who do this? Who blitzing preseason? I'm watching them. I was like, oh, okay. Then I watched like the first game of the season. That's when Clinton Points had that long run. I guess Tampa was Tampa, I believe it was Tampa. And yeah. uh against Tampa. And like, but the defense was just like smacking folks. It was just smacking folks the whole year, and I was like, "Good God! Like this, this is like this, this is the, this is a defense I've haven't seen in my since then." Yeah, I haven't seen a defense smack anybody like that. Even no. with Del Rio, year one when they were a top, they were top five, top five that year. Yeah, it, during COVID, they were top five with Chase's. Yeah, like it's top five, but they weren't like they weren't like like they were good st- uh, statistically. But they mm-hmm. weren't like smacking people. Like they weren't like yeah, you're right. Yeah, straight out really just stopping people. You know what I'm saying? Like they were good, but they weren't like thorough, thorough. Like for yeah. you know, the top three defense, you'd be like, I'm scared of that defense. Like I'm really scared of that defense. Oh um, man, people were terrified to go against Ray Lewis. Yeah, terrified. Exactly. exactly. They'd read. Like, yeah, people read. did not. Different. You were not going across the middle on that defense. Yeah, exactly. So it's different. Like I just felt like we haven't even with, and that's why I feel like this. That's one of the people want to talk about certain things about this. Rivera regime, I just feel like it's the travesty of what this defense should have been. Yeah. And it didn't really forget the offense, right? Because you didn't, whatever. Your quarter, that's how you, because you never really took care of the offense for real. Because you never really handled the quarterback situation correctly. But the defense is something that, in terms of personnel, like you handled and you handled it correctly in terms of who you brought in, in my opinion. Other than like, you're right, Jamin Davis or whatever. Like you should have, you know, um, had it brought in. A, you should have taken care of the linebacker situation. That's the only thing I felt like he really neglected, like a, like a G, he truly neglected linebacker. Like I don't get why. Yeah, like a linebacker. And I agree on Kyle Hamilton, man. That was my guy in the draft. I wanted Kyle Hamilton like bad. Absolutely. I wanted but everybody try to like they try to shit on me for wanting Kyle Hamilton. They're nah. like, oh, he's forty times as slow. He I was, was like, guy, did, y'all not, did y'all watch him in Notre Dame? I don't care. look. That's the, the thing about and before we close the show, that's the one thing I like in the draft. I hate this like, the draft process. I don't like people yeah. overanalyze certain things about the draft. Like, oh yeah. So absolutely. for me. For me, I want to see how you are, how consistent you've been in Saturdays throughout your body of work. I don't like one-year dudes who just put put it on tape 
for one year now everybody like oh they got skills and they got the physical attributes they should be like a top a top pick i'm all about what you do you're one you're two you're two you're three and then just like a job interview like if i see your experience and your body work through your experience and then on the combine if it matches what i saw on saturdays then i'm like shoot you him like automatically i'm thinking you're yeah. a first rounder now if your combine is some trash like ain't great but what you did on film was real real good yeah i may dock you a little bit but i'm not going to dock you heavily like because i know how if you were really really that good like for instance for example all right if if marvin harrison jr ran like a four or five i'm not no. penalizing him that thoroughly no not at all because i saw i've I, i've seen marvin yeah. enough to know that marvin can get busy on anybody oh absolutely you know the route running the, the route the running footwork. everything yeah. footwork so i don't need to like yeah like yeah you want him to run a four 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 three yeah you want to run a four a four a four four for real you want to run a four four but he want like a four five four six i ain't gonna be like damn like i can't get marvin yeah. nah i know marvin did Mar marvin's body at work since a fresh since he's started ohio state played like got time was like that Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, like, that's my thing. So, for me, when I so I, but I think people overanalyze it. Like, like Caleb had a a so-so year in his last year, so-so, but still like one of the better years in college football for a quarterback. But people are trying to use that year to, to hate on Caleb. Body yeah. of work, though, you get what I'm saying? Like, you were the top recruit, go with to Oklahoma, start as a true freshman, put up numbers yep. as a true freshman, transfer OUSC, was out there doing big work. They talk called you the next Patrick Mahomes final year. You didn't do like you didn't like you didn't have a great year. Now people throw out, well, he didn't play good against top ten teams and this, that, and the other. Yeah, the whole team didn't play good against top ten. Exactly. Relax. Thank so you. like when y'all do that, y'all gotta chill and like relax. All right, you again. The body of work is showing you that he's been this guy throughout. All right, same I said for Drake May. He's in North Carolina. Some people like he don't play with the same dudes that you play with. Like yeah. his body of work. Going against teams with a lot of talent shows you that he is one of them. Again, also the pedigree, highly touted, one of the top quarterback, one of the top quarterbacks coming into college, and he's and he produced body of work. I'm cool with that. Now, if his combine matches, if those two dudes combine matches what we've seen on Saturdays, that would be like their first, they're they're probably the first two quarterbacks that should be selected. You oh yeah, I mean? absolutely. You know, and 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 they did it in a short time frame. They're not getting an extra year. They're not playing. They've done theirs in the adequate college years, like three years. They're not doing six years, five years. Yeah. You know, get awarded one. They're doing it in the right time frame, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and the other quarterbacks, and some of these quarterbacks we talk about, they get an extra year. They're getting this, the COVID year. They're doing this, that, and the other, a red shirt year from injury. Yeah. So it's just different. Like, it's different. That's why I'm like, we can't overthink or overanalyze it. Like, you see this dude play on Saturdays? Was he that dude? Yeah, he was that dude. Was he highly exactly. recruited? He was highly recruited. So has he panned out? He's panned out. All right, he's got he's got to be one of them. Absolutely, I, I agree hundred, man. I yeah. agree hundred. <laughs> so, but wait, this has been dope, man. Hey, Brandon, thanks for being on, man. Before we before I let you go, how can folks before we end the show, how can folks catch you on social media? Oh, I am on X Twitter, um, Brandon underscore Seven Scott. So I, I definitely doing uh, Wizards content over at Locked yeah. On Wizards on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Definitely uh, watching Football Maniacs. Uh, contribute on Bleacher Report, and um, I got media credentials with the Washington Wizards, so I'm definitely up there. And, um, definitely rolling up there, asking questions, man. Trying to get some content, man. So I, I should be. I'm thinking about going, like, uh, going Wednesday. I'm not sure. Wednesday and Friday. I don't be there Friday. I'll yeah, be I'll be Friday. there for the Cavs game next month. 
next month. That's uh that's a Friday game. Is that the Friday game? Yeah, oh, I, I think that a Friday game is thing is Miami. I'm thinking of going to that one too. Yeah, the Friday's Miami. What's the what's the uh Wednesday game? This Wednesday game. I know it's uh, Wednesday. It's Wednesday I think it's the Cavs, yeah. Or Wednesday's the Cavs game. I'm trying to think, man. I have to double check. Yeah, because I know there's two games. I know there's a Miami game. Is the Miami game? I don't know when which day. I know Miami game. I'm kind of, I think Miami game is a Friday game. I think you're right, actually. Yeah, yeah. The Heat's game Friday. Because I, I wanted to go to last year to the Heat game, man. I, I was supposed to go to I, I went to the Spurs game. I was supposed to go to the T-Bowls game, man. Uh, but I didn't mess around, mess my back up, man. I had to wow. watch it from the house. <laughs> I'm just now getting back to 100 percent man. So oh man, I'm glad, glad you're doing well. Man, I won, I ain't gonna lie. The game I wanted to go to, but I was in Nigeria because I, I planned it. I'm gonna try I, in the east, so I'm gonna catch him again. It's funny. I won. I did want to go to the uh to the Detroit game. I don't know. Like I want to see. My, I wanted. I wanted because of Monty. I want to ask Monty local. I yeah. wanted like I wanted to go ahead and try to rap with Monty about certain things. Um, not. I wasn't gonna talk about Wiseman. I wasn't gonna put him on the on blast with Wiseman. I didn't want to do that. We also talk about being a local product. That's a, that's the game I really wanted to kind of go to with the D- Detroit game. But I. I yeah, the Miami, the Miami game. I'm gonna try to go to, but I'm. I don't have a. I don't have an edge for Miami. I don't have a really, an angle for Miami. But I'll be there. Yeah, I won't. I, I won't care about the Heat. I won't really care. About, I mean, I'm pretty. When I, well, there are games that I just. I'm like, I already book it. I book it. Like I. All right, I'm just gonna talk about. I'm just worried about the Wizards. Miami will be just the Wizards. I won't lie to you. It'll be just the Wizards. If I do, I go lie. If I do, <laughs> if I do go to Miami, I go lie. If I do the Miami game, if, if Bam Adebayo. Goes is on yes, the if he is on the panel because they they select whoever they bring to the media room if they for the yeah. visitors. I will ask him like, do you think about playing for the Nigerian Olympic team because he's playing for USA? I want to kind of that's ask, a like, good question. That's man. the you question know, I would man. ask him. You let me know. We'll link up, man. We'll link up. We'll link up. That's the question I do want to ask him. He is one dude I want to ask him. Oh, I want to ask that question too. I want to ask him because he's playing for Team. Well, he's trying to play for Team USA. I would ask him, like, did you think about when you made your decision? Did you think about playing for the Nigerian Olympic team? So I want to ask him that. Like, I want to yeah. ask him that's that. That's a good question, that, man. Yeah, because that does piss me off. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> 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 that does piss me off. But hey, also tell folks about your uh tell folks about you make sure you put all your information, like stuff about the pod, you're like it's your show being on YouTube and everything. I don't think you oh, yes, sir. Um, Locked on Wizards and Washington Football Man Acts are both on mm-hmm. YouTube. Uh, um, my co host on Locked on Wizards, my man, yeah, uh, the really all over. Definitely check him out on Twitter, man. That's my dude. I yeah. uh, watch football man Acts. Drake Sykes, is my co host, man. So definitely rock with him on social media, man. We, we have a lot of fun, man. Awesome. Um, so yeah, Appreciate like smile, I like man. I like to, I like to hear. Also, hey, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, tune in iHeart and iHeart Radio. Just search the Urban Sports Team. Also, follow us on X at Urban Sports Team, IG at Urban Sports Team, and like our Urban Sports Team Facebook page. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Thank you all for tuning in. Appreciate Brandon, uh, Brandon, for joining as a special co host. He was dope. Brandon, we're going to have you on again. This, we'll talk about maybe we'll have you on for double duty. I may have you on for Wizards and commanders for hey, man, you already show. know let me know man all right yeah. you already know anyway appreciate brand for being on appreciate lake too as well anyway you've been listening to the urban sports saying for ages yadig deuces a mega lead us out big homie